Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. I'm Art Regner. This is episode number 74, and our guest is uh, Red Wing Center, Dylan Larkin. And uh, without further ado, let's bring him in. Dylan, thanks for doing this. I know that I, it always seems like I'm hounding you down, and I feel bad about it, but I do appreciate you taking time because you're on your lunch break at the Larkin Hockey School today. So welcome to the Red and White Authority, and again, thanks for doing it. Yeah, no, it, it is a busy time right now, and and uh, my voice is I'm trying to save it at my lunchtime from, from yelling at kids all day and trying to coach them, but, but uh, it's always a pleasure to, to sit here and chat with you and, and uh, looking forward to being back. Uh, the one thing that I thought was interesting last year when I talked to you, again, it was supposed to be like a five-minute interview, and I talked to you for like 45 minutes. <laughs> but what I found out is is that the assumption was your father's from Toronto, which we all know, and, and, and the, we thought that your mother or everyone just assumes she was from Michigan. She's not. You're actually first generation here in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I am. I uh, don't think it's ever been put like that, but, um, yeah, I am for sure. It's it's pretty cool, and it's, uh, it's a place uh, from talking to my parents that, that they call home now and, and we all call home. So, um, you know, once uh, we were born here and my mom uh, working at the, the Waterford Courthouse for, for over 30 years now, uh, she's got all of her friends and and has found found a nice uh, nice lifestyle and and uh, pretty quiet and and uh, some some place we're all proud to call home. Well, the, what I find interesting, the reason I bring it up is that you, your brother Colin, and then uh, uh, Adam and Ryan, your cousins, you guys almost kind of grew up like brothers. And this sense of community that y- your entire family has is extraordinary. What keeps you coming back to this area? Um, them, you know, them, uh, the, the boys, all four of us, uh, we're all off in, in the winter doing our own thing with our, with our own teams and, and, uh, we're all following each other all year long and, and, uh, it even extends to, to all of my other buddies who, who are off playing, uh, division one college hockey and, and, uh, they go off and, and, uh, we, te- we text and, uh, FaceTime during the winter, but, see each other over Christmas break, but when we're all home for the summer, it's a, it's a great time, and, and uh, we enjoy our time together, and, and uh, we started the Larkin Hockey School uh, two or three, this is our third year now, so so uh, this is nine days this year where we're we're in the rink together every all day, every day, and it's just as fun for us as, as it is uh, as, as the kids are having fun, so... Uh, it's a true highlight of our summer, and, and the whole highlight, the bigger picture, is us coming back home and sharing our experiences from the winter and, and wherever we may be and and uh, and being buddies again and, and hanging out every day. You know, what's interesting is that you said that you know, we're all home and all that. Well, I know that you've made an impact on the community, these kids. You know, they obviously adore you and your family and all the instructors that are out here because there are many, as you said, you know, about players from Division One hockey programs all over the country. Uh, but the thing that and you give back to this arena and uh, you know and it, it it's looking it's looking better uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a character place for yeah, sure yeah, yeah definitely definitely has character it reminds me of the old Devonair ice arena in Livonia yeah. that uh, is one of the old ones too but uh, with that said are you starting to see it's year three improvement on the ice that these players the kids that are keep coming back and stuff are you thinking they're going you know what I think we're really making an impact as as far as not only inspiring them but as players too. Yeah, you do. Um, the coolest thing for us is we're we're year year three and 
and uh, the kids that, that have been here each year and, and they're getting older and, and growing and uh, maturing and, and, and definitely uh, I, I, you'd like to take a little bit of credit for the, the, the week they, they spend with us but, but uh, you know the job their coaches are doing, the, the extra work they're putting in to see how they're growing as players has been, uh, been pretty cool and, and uh, we've had some kids that, that started as Hawks and now we're, we're playing for Little Caesars and, and proud to be wearing their, their AAA colors so, uh, so it's cool for them to come back now too and as graduates of the Lakeland Lakeland program, and and they're moving on to to bigger things, and and uh, it, it has it has felt very rewarding to to see them, and they come back each year with the great attitude, great work ethic, and and um, they still need to work on their listening a little bit more, but but that'll come as they get older. Right, is that why you do that torpedo <laughs> drill where you can Torpe shoot punches? Yeah. <laughs> no, they they enjoy it. They enjoy it. I don't think the parents like it too much, but but uh, they definitely enjoy it. Uh, I know we're jumping around because we only have you for a limited time. This offseason, uh, I was in Dallas. I think the entire Red Wing organization was shocked when Philip Zadina dropped to them. I know you skated with him uh, when he was here in Detroit. Do you have very any kind of early impressions on him? Well, you know what, he, he's a great player. Um, you know what, he, he, you can tell um, when a, a prospect comes in and, and you skate with him and uh, you can tell he's a player, and, and he's a player. He's skilled, uh, great hockey mind. Um, you know, we, we were just doing a skills practice, and you could see his creativity and, and uh, you know, his hands and his shot. So, um, you know, it seems like a great kid as well from getting to talk with him and, and uh, really excited to be here. We're happy to have him. Uh, you know, we, we talked for a while, and... Uh, you know, he. I told him it's not everything where you get drafted. It's 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 what you do after the draft, and and uh, you know he's pretty lucky. I told him uh, number six is is the highest pick we've had since. I, I mean, you would know maybe. Uh, Keith nine, yeah, Primo, Keith Primo. Yeah, and and uh, I, I said make sure you're the you're the last player that's for for another 30 years where or 20 years where where uh, the Red Wings don't pick below six and we're in the playoffs. So. Um, you know, it's it's not everywhere we drafted. It's it's what you do after. End of the month, you turn 22 years old. You look at this roster. If Zadina makes the team, Rasmussen is his job to lose. Uh, I, I don't know how old Ronick is, but everyone believes that he's actually going to make the team. Are you beginning to feel old? Uh -huh. No, no, <laughs> still not yet. Um, you know what? I'm I'm pretty excited about the future. Um, you know, maybe I do I do feel a little bit. Uh, of a comfort where you're coming into now my uh, third training camp or my fourth training camp, sorry, and uh, you know it, it's you feel a little, uh, you know what to expect, I should say, and and uh, I've had the ups and I've had the downs in the NHL, and and I, I feel like I really know how to prepare. I know my body, uh, know what I need to to improve on from talking with the coaches and management uh, at the end of the season, and and uh, it just put in the work. Uh, it's fun having this camp go on here at Lakeland, but but uh, you know what? I'm excited to, for after this uh, to start skating more and, and and play a little less golf and and uh, get back to LCA and and, and uh, you know start working out and or continue working out and, and getting the the guys back in town. 
two of my favorite stories about you that, that Chris Draper has told me <laughs> uh, about your work ethic. And I've heard that from, from Red Berenson all the way up and whenever I've discussed you with, uh, uh, with, with in the hockey circles is that this drive, this inner drive that you have to be the best. And, you know, the one time, and we used it in the story I wrote on you last year, the picture of you and, and Keenan Draper out yeah. on this homemade pond where you yeah. st- stayed with them. But then this year with the Little Caesars team that, that, that Drapes coaches, uh, you had a day off, a day off, yeah. no, no hockey at all, and you called them and asked them if the Little Caesars guys were practicing, and you came out and did the full practice. When, I, you know, I know you want to be the best, but can you ever turn it off, or are you just so focused that – until you reach what you want to reach on the ice, you're all business. Yeah, you know what? Um, from experience, I think you can be uh, the, in playing in the NHL, playing a lot of hockey. I think uh, I was talking with my dad after the season and with all the world championships and the World Cup. Uh, I know there's some players who have played more, but uh, training camps and exhibition games and uh, prospect tournament, I think uh, um, three years right around 300 games. And... Uh, Probably a little solid to that, but but uh, you know what? I think the extra work is is something that's needed for me. I'm not I'm not the the most gifted with my hands and in my offensive mind, but it's something I, I continue to work at, and and I think it comes from uh, the drive comes from just loving the game, loving being on the ice, uh, love skating with the puck, and and uh, you know it's uh, it's that that old saying or everyone says it just. Just being out there and is what it's all about. Um, hearing the puck hit off the post and skating and stopping and and all the sounds and the noises and and the the stuff that as young kids we fall in love with. I, I still have that love of the game and and uh, I think that's uh, only going to help me. And and uh, I do think you, early summer, you know, you get to get away a little bit, uh, stay off the ice, which has been hard for me. Uh, take a couple weeks off and. And uh, you know, let your body just rest and, and heal, and and uh, get get geared up for for a long season, and, and hopefully uh, this next year it's even longer. When you do try to cool out and take a rest, even though it's difficult for you, what do you do? Do you binge on television shows that yeah, you haven't seen, no, or do you I read, golf, or you I just golf. golf? Yeah, I try and golf. So I you're still doing something. Early summer, I, I try to be outside as much as I can, and and uh, yeah, uh, you know what. I guess the past three years, my vacation has been uh, over in Europe playing the, in the World Championships. But um, you know what? I, I think uh, next year I'd like to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs and and uh, play even more hockey. So you know, I was under the assumption since there's so many lake roads out here that you were a fisherman. Is that true? Yeah, I fish. I fish not as much as I'd like to, but but uh, you know what? Uh, my dream would be to to have a lake house and and uh, boat and fish and golf all summer and. And uh, and be outside. When uh, when we look, and I, as I said, I'm jumping around. What has your summer been like? How have you been training? Uh, well, you know what, it, it ties all the way around back to to family. My my brother signing pro, and and my uh, oldest cousin Adam. He signed uh, in Reading of the East Coast Hockey League, and and uh, us three have been making the journey from Clarkson up to uh, Plymouth, and uh, we carpool every morning and. And one thing is, it, it it's driven me this summer to to be a leader, I guess, be the veteran in the gym, and and uh, you know I, I truly feel like I've spent the most time in the gym this summer, and and uh, from talking to my my trainer Dan Moses and Mike Barwis, they they've been really happy, so uh, feel as strong as I ever had, and 
and uh, and I'm feeling great. So uh, you know, with these guys, it, it's been fun. It's some of the best times of my life. You know, hour hour ride in the car there and back with them, and we're just chatting and and really get to enjoy each other. It's been it's been awesome. I want to go back to the World Championships. I know in New Jersey after Jim Johansson passed away. I think the media thought the interview was over, and you said, no, I've got something yeah. to say, and, and I thought it was wonderful. I really did. Yeah. It was heartfelt. You said the next time you put on that USA jersey, even though it always means something to you, there's a little extra emph. Yeah. What was it like for you to put it back on and represent after after Jim's untimely death? Yeah, you know, it, it was something that was, was really special. Uh, we all rallied around it for, for the World Championships. Uh, Patrick Kane being there and and uh, being the captain and, and, you know, getting to hear from him the relationship they had and, and the whole time guys, you know, chatting about, about the relationships and, and some guys didn't even know him that well or played, you know, on a team for him once. But, but uh, you know, hearing their stories and, and hearing how, how impactful he was on everyone's career and, and uh, it's something that I'll hold uh, close to my, my heart for my, for my entire life. And I think he'd be really proud of, of how we represented our country, how we represented our, uh, you know, ourselves in, in, in uh, USA Hockey. So he was with us, and, and it was cool. His, his, uh, his brother John was, was uh, you know, he's a, a spitting image of, of Jim, and, and they, they look so much alike, they talk alike, they have the same mannerisms. Uh, it's kind of like my brother and I. You know, people people uh, sometimes talk, think I'm him, or or vice versa. But but uh, it was it was it was definitely special being there, playing playing there, and representing him. And and I think he'd be very proud of how we did. You know, you win the bronze medal. Do do you keep it in a special place? Do you bring it here, maybe to show the kids <laughs> or anything? Or no, I, I keep it in my room. Uh, you know, I got uh, my rooms like a museum, and uh, my parents set it up with. Which is a little embarrassing, but but uh, you know it, it it's pretty cool, so it's in there. Yeah, I want to ask you just about being a human being for a second, because yeah. we look at you and you know you're successful from a very early age. You go to Michigan, you you know I think you should have probably won the Hobie Baker, maybe, but you know <laughs> yeah. you you would have if you would have stayed, but that's for another discussion. Uh, but you know you're you talk about Jim Johansson. After playing a game in New Jersey, you, you, you go out of your way to talk about him. Uh, that human element, what, what drives you, as I said, but do you get a little bit frustrated where people look at you and think you're Dylan Larkin, hockey player, robot, instead of Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Larkin, hockey player, but actual person? Uh, you know what? I don't um, You know what? No, I, I, I understand it. Um, you know, I have my buddies and I have, uh, you know, my teammates. And I think you, you ask anyone and they, they say I'm a loving guy and uh, care about them. And, and uh, you know what, uh, I'm still a kid. And my, my agent, uh, Joe Oliver, we, we talked to him all the time. And he said, you know what, you still got to be a kid and, and you still got to enjoy, enjoy your life and, and do the things that any normal 21-year-old, uh, 22-year-old would do. And, and uh, you know what, but... But I do also have a, a you know, to, I guess my whole life I've had to, to grow up quickly, moving away at, at a young age, playing for the NTDP and, and uh, being a 19-year-old professional. Um, you know, it, it, it's not, a, not given that you're a Detroit Red Wing and, and uh, something that I, I hold close to. I'm very grateful that I am a Detroit Red Wing and, and with that comes a, 
uh, not uh, different responsibilities that other 21, 22 year olds, you know, don't have. And, and uh, you know, I'm not out just uh, representing myself uh, and my family. I'm, I'm out representing one of the most prestigious uh, sports franchises in the Detroit Red Wings. So um, something that uh, from our leadership on our team, I'm very grateful they've always, you know, looking after me and taught me that from, from day one of being a Red Wing. So, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, yeah, that's all. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. No, yeah. you know, I have a tendency to just let people ramble sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so, so uh, 82 games last year, 63 points, 16 goals, 47 assists, uh, uh, minus nine, penalty minutes 61, uh, face-off percentage, your first year really playing center, almost 50%, 49.92. Uh, with the speculation now that Henrik Zetterberg may or may not return, look, he's 40 points away from 1,000. I think he's going to give every, every opportunity he has to, yeah. to certainly come back. But do you look at it and think, okay, last year I got my feet wet playing center, and I was able to do it, you know, yeah. I mean. And uh, I rebounded from a disappointing sophomore year, and I know you're feeling good about your game. But then do you think, you know, you could end up being the number one center on this team very, very, a little bit quicker maybe than you assumed. Well, you know what? I think the role that I'm in, I'm I'm happy with, and and I want more for myself. I want more for our team. Um, you know what? I'm preparing to be, uh, you know, a guy who who plays 20 minutes a night. Um, so with that, I think you know, in any team you need two two top centers. And I think we have three with uh, Franz Nielsen and uh, myself and and uh, Henrik Zetterberg. So. Um, you know what? You don't try and think about about uh, being number one. I think we have no, three number ones, and and uh, you just want to play. You want to get better, uh, improve every part of your game. I think all those numbers I can improve on, and 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 uh, I'm training to do so. I'm, I'm preparing to do so for a full 82 games again. So um, you know what? I think just taking my game. My biggest focus is taking my game to another level. What? Last year, the team lost 27 one-goal games. Not all of them were in regulation. Some were, yeah. were shootouts in overtime, obviously. But I, I, I'm kind of curious what needs to change because if you turn that around, you guys are a playoff team. Yeah, I think the it's a subtle factor. It's, it's just gutting it out, closing it out. Uh, so many times you came back into the locker room with a disappointing feeling where it was, it was one player that changed the game. And, and uh, you know what, I, I felt for myself as, a, as an individual, I was, I was on the ice or I was on the wrong side of, of a, a player who got loose and, and, and scored the, the, game, the game-winning goal. So uh, I would like to be on the other end of the rink uh, putting that one in the net. And, um, and too many times we had that disappointing feeling coming in the locker room. and. And uh, you know what, I think um, there's got to be a handful of guys, our whole team, you know, when we're, we're in that tie game in the third, uh, you know, it, it, we can't try and do too much. I've learned that as well. You can't try and do too much. You got you to gotta just grind it out and, and wait for your chance and, and, uh, and put one in. You know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Downer here, uh, but obviously the power play has to get significantly better. I know you addressed it on picture day or exit day, whatever you want to call it, the last day of the season where you guys met as a team for the last time, took the picture and left. Uh, and you were going, as you said, to the World Championships. But uh, I'm kind of curious about when, when, what, how does the power play improve? How do you improve a power play? Because it seems to be feast or famine for the Red Wings. 
Yeah, you know what? Um, you know, we need to to all get better. Like, there's so much room for improvement. I think. Um, you know, we started out. It was it was hot, and and we we did a couple of different things that I I liked in training camp where we we stuck with our units and and practiced it in, enough and and uh, but but we can't be a, a one trick. You know, we're we're all just trying to get it to Marty's big one timer right. or or Greener shooting from up top. We need to have different weapons, and I've been trying to work on my shot this summer. So so no matter where I am on the ice, and hopefully I'm out on the ice that. That uh, you know what uh, I got a I got a good chance to score and I I'm wanting to score more goals next year and and uh, you know what I think if uh, I get hot at the right time or, or or keep putting in the work on my shot and and have more confidence in my shot like I did at the end of the season that you know there there's no reason that you know I want to score 30 goals that's that's my goal every year and and uh, I think I I will be a 30 goal scorer in this league but. But uh, I need to do it, and I need, I've been putting in the time. And, and I think uh, you can't score 30 goals without, I think, scoring 10 on the power play. So uh, I need to be better there. And, and I, need, I think, uh, you know, uh, being better in all, all areas. You scored 10 goals on the power play. You only had one last I year. I know, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry again. I don't know. No, 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 no. You're yeah. going to slug Stats, me here in a yeah. second. I know. But uh, uh, with all that said, though, you improve on that power play. You're an 80 point scorer in this league. I mean, you truly believe that, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And uh, At least an 80 point score. Yeah. Uh, which, you know what, I think. I don't know how many guys had 80 points last year, but it, it's uh, it's an elite group, and and like we talked about earlier, it's it's where I want to be in, in this league, and and uh, continue to try and be one of the best players in the world. I promise two questions, and then we're done. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Michael Rasmussen, I think he's going to make the team. Maybe left wing. I don't know if he's going to be on your line or whatever. Uh, but he has extraordinary hand-eye coordination. I don't know how well you've seen him, but his net front presence should help on the power play if he makes the team. Do you do you think about those things, or are you pretty much, I'm a player, whatever the coach says, that's what we're doing? Well, you know what? Um, you do. Um, obviously, with uh, Ras coming in, um, you know what? If he's going to help our team, then I hope he's on the on the team. And if he's going to help the power play, I sure hope he's on the number one unit. So um, it's not uh, it's not something where I'm at the point of my career where I want to you know where I'm not a you know I don't think anyone in in the NHL is is selfish where it's all about you know what. Uh, you want to be the the number one scorer on the team. You want you want competition from within, and and uh, I think uh, he uh, if he if he is that I saw it a little bit in training camp, but but if he's there, then then it's a weapon we need to to use and try and funnel pucks there for him to to put him home. So um, haven't seen him much, but as you're training in the summer and and thinking about the power play, which I do a lot, and uh, you know that we got Mike Green coming back, and he's a great guy on the point and. And from playing with the majority of last year, you know the the plays he likes to make and and uh, how how he can find you and and you know you have Marty's big one timer and 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 you just for me personally, I'm always thinking and always always watching video and looking at different ways that we can we can improve. Um, you're a restricted free agent. You're in a situation now where your entry level contract is done. Some players. In your situation, take a bridge deal. Other players look for a long-term deal. I know you probably can't reveal much, but do you prefer one or the other, or can you at least say I, you think a long-term deal is going to get done here, or do you see yourself going the bridge way? 
I don't, um, you know what, there's, there's uh, multiple op options my, my agent's given me. I think uh, I'm learning a lot about the business side of hockey and, and through the negotiations and, and hearing what uh, the back and forth, it's, it's definitely a, a different, uh, you know, a different, uh, I guess, uh, insight to, to what the management thinks, what you know, agents think, how I feel, how my parents feel. You know, it, it's a lot of information. It's something that uh, I'm not too worried about. Uh, I just want to play hockey and, and play for the Detroit Red Wings. And, and, uh, it's, but but uh, I think being on this side of it, it it's it's a process. It's something that you know it takes a little bit uh, of back and forth and and conversation. So uh, you know what I I want to do. I've said it from from the day one or the first question I've been asked about about this contract. I want to do something that that is great for our team, works for the team. Um, you know what I want to do, but also I want to you know play here for my entire career, a significant amount of time and. And uh, I want to do something that's right for that sets me up for a, a good future. When I'd like to have a family and and like to, you know, at, uh, you know, make make sure I'm I'm set for a good future. Um, can you whisper to me when <laughs> this is going to get done? <laughs> I hope soon. I hope soon. Um, you know what? I think uh, it's heading the right direction for sure. Now that uh, Mo and, and Double A are are done, I guess I'm the last guy. I am the last guy. So uh, you know what? I don't I don't think it'll. I, I I think it'll be soon. I'm hoping soon. So, yeah. It being, it, the assumption is it's going to be a long-term deal. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I think from the first uh, initial conversation with my agent, they're going to lay out multiple options and and see uh, how the the Red Wings are, are feeling and how how I'm feeling, and ultimately. Uh, it's going to come up to what I want to do, and, and like I said, I want to be here for a, a long time. Dylan, uh, thanks for doing this. I yeah. know I kept you no, a no, little no, bit no. longer. but That's fine. It's great. And, and I didn't even ask you anything about Michigan. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> do you know Shea Patterson, by the way? Uh, I haven't got the chance to meet him, no. I haven't got the chance, but excited he's, he's uh, wearing the blue. If he's the player that they think he is, It'll Michigan help, yeah. should be good, right? The yeah, defense is good. great. Yeah, it should help. If the Red Wings had Michigan's defense, you guys would probably win the Stanley Cup. I like our defense. I like our goalie, so. All right. Yeah. Dylan, th thanks for putting up with me. No, I, know, no. I know I can probably yeah. get bearing on you yeah. sometimes, but yeah. thanks for doing the Red Wing Authority. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks thanks for coming all the way out to uh, Lakeland Ice Arena. So, yeah, appreciate you coming. I know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks, well, Dylan. Thank you.